Hi everyone, welcome to Hotel Vicarious, a podcast where two best friends talk about their favorite TV shows and movies. This week on our Witcher recap, we're covering Season 2, Episode 5, Turn Your Back. Daria. Hey Jenny. How are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm good. I'm cold. I'm what? We're 18 days into the new year and I'm like really ready for warm weather. Yeah, it um has not been a super great couple of days in Ontario. <laughs> um for those of you who aren't following uh Canadian weather, uh, we had a snowstorm two days ago that left, hold on, doing math in my head, 22 inches of snow Woo! in less than 24 hours. Holy cow. Plus blowing and drifting. Yeah. We had like two and a half feet in our driveway. We had two and a half feet on the street and we only got plowed out today at 2 p.m. So <laughs> I'm ready for spring. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I don't even want to think about February. <laughs> okay. Just skip I it. I was mostly complaining because it's just real windy and cold and icy. I don't know what I would do if we had almost two feet of snow. I mean, it's not super cold, which is actually nice. It's frigid here. Yeah, it was like minus... Oh, I don't know, guys. Don't make me do math. It was minus four Celsius. Do the math yourself. It's Google just real will do it cold. For you. It real was cold. cold. It was no minus four is not cold. Oh wait, <laughs> minus four is not cold. It's it's really not that cold. Um, for Canada, it's not that cold. I want to say that's like twenty ish. Don't ask me, guys. Like, what? Is This is not a science weather podcast, okay? I was a writing major. I took one math class in, like, my entire college career, so. It's winter on the eastern seaboard, and we don't like it. <laughs> we are cold babies. Mm-hmm. And, like, it wouldn't be so bad if I didn't have to go out multiple times a day to take my dog for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Fucking loves the snow. Like, yeah dives at every chunk of snow so he can eat it kind of deal yeah we went out late it was like our last walk of the night and we had snow and then we had pretty warm weather the next morning but last night it dropped to like nothing so all of that slush turned to ice oh yeah i I think we just were ice skating up and down the block basically oh no Lots of black ice. I was wearing Uggs. It was like a terrible combination. So oh, I didn't no. fall. Okay, that's I did good. glide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, falling on falling on ice is like it is the worst. It's so um embarrassing. Like your body it can't is. keep itself upright. Like come on. Honestly, get I know. it together. Yeah. Like I broke my tailbone falling on ice <gasps> when I was fourteen. What? Yeah, I broke it. Like oh. like literally cracked it right in half. But didn't know. And I found out when I was 27 weeks pregnant <laughs> at the age of 30. Oh and I was like, I have God. a lot of back pain. Like my back is, you know, I thought it was just like pregnancy back pain. 
Yeah. And I went to the chiropractor and she was like, did you break your tailbone? And I was like, uh, I mean, like I always kind of joked that I had broken my tailbone, but like I never got like x-rays or anything. It wasn't like right. that bad. And she's like, yeah, I can feel where you broke it and where it fused back together. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. So, yeah. Um, that was a fun thing to find out when you're like six and a half months pregnant. Jesus. But yeah, like ice is bad. Ice can be oh treacherous. So bad. It's crazy. No, I hate it. <laughs> it <laughs> is the worst part of winter for sure. Well, and I think part of my dislike of the season is that I'm not prepared for things. Like I have a nice warm coat. Yeah. I have some like fluffy boots, but like I don't have anything that can make it so that I'm not slip sliding all over the place. So I just, you know. You have to invest in those Sorrells, you know, those, like, heavy-duty, like, Alaska boots. Yeah. They're good. I have, like, I have a version of those, like, a Canadian brand that I can't remember, but um, they're awesome, and they truly, like, actually you don't slip, which is great. (laughs) But if Uh, I buy them, I'm accepting it, which, you know, in my brain is like, "Mm -mm." I mean, yes. But also, think of your tailbone. Though, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so maybe if I fell now, I would break it again, and then it would reset it. Sure, like a nose. <laughs> like a nose, right. Just, yeah, totally. Just try it. Try it out. Just try it. Just try it. Are you kidding Snap me? Snap back barely... into place. Didn't you just see me get up just now <laughs> when I was, like, struggling to stand up after shoveling today? <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yeah, the last thing I need is to try and re-break my tailbone for science. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, you know where it snows all the time? The continent. Yeah, dude. Do they have seasons? I mean, or is it just like parts of the world are spring and parts of the okay. world are winter at all times? <laughs> Funny that you mentioned that, because. I don't know what I was reading, but somewhere in one of the episodes, Siri mentions that it's December. And like, I guess they're, they have months like we do. Hold on. No, I'm not what? joking. I am not joking. I'm, I, I, I don't know what I was reading it on. Where did I see it? So then they're like grass being green and having chickens is fine because it's just fucking... It's us, except, you know, magical and a long time ago. Okay, now I'm second-guessing myself, but (laughs) I'm telling you, I read it somewhere because they were like, okay, guys, in the witcher.fandom.com wiki, there is, they're talking about Ciri and when she's training at Kaer Morhen, and it says, the witchers need help understanding what was happening to Ciri, and so in 1265... They sent for the sorceress Triss Marigold, and by December, Triss arrived in time to see now 12-year-old Siri running the trail, an obstacle course around the keep. But as Siri made the jump to the gullet portion, she land, landed wrong and ran o- Triss over. So that happens in the books. But there's a reference to December in the books. So, eh? That is so weird, right? Yeah. Like it was, and and this is not where I originally read it, but I was just like, wait, so 
they have like a Gregorian calendar? <laughs> Maybe it's just an alternate universe, to a 13th century world. Like the uh, Arthurian legends, kind of. Sure. But I the mean, Witcher yeah. legends? Or maybe sure. the continent is Earth and the whatever it is with the planets colliding kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Yes. Brought all the magic into Earth. I mean, the patriarchy is still strong, so probably. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> okay. So that totally goes back to our conversation about chickens and makes yeah. sense. Apparently. Okay, well, so, all right. That's hilarious. I mean, feel free to tell us we're wrong. I feel like we're very wrong, but I'm literally reading it on the screen. So, <laughs> listen, if I mean, the fandom wiki has it, then it's got to be right because they'll right? put a lot of time into getting all those details. Correct. Right? Yeah. So, I was very surprised that they have months. <laughs> so, it also seems that, like, but they also. Like, they were in some spots, like, I'm trying to think of when Geralt and Yaskier meet, like, the dragons. That's Mm -hmm. not, like, snowy at all, but it looks like they're in the desert. So it's like, I mean, they get around a lot of places. They get around. I think the show suffers a little bit from Game of Thrones travel, where, like, they can clearly cross mass planes of distance in, like, a very short amount of time. Right. Um, I mean, but what are you going to do? That's the pace of storytelling. Like, yeah, we can't watch a whole episode where they go from Sintra to Kaer Morhen and it takes like eight weeks. Sure. True. We could. Then we call Wheel of Time. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was so mean. (laughs) All right, Jenny. (laughs) So. So it's like December, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Episode five (laughs) is called Turn Your Back. It's Christmas time. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) And like now we're in the second half of season two, right? So things are starting to get busy. Yeah, for sure. This is a pretty action-packed episode. Yeah. We we meet a lot of characters that have sort of vaguely been um, alluded to. We get that awesome Yennefer Yaskier moment. We see Siri and Triss go into some really crazy wonky headspaces. Yes. And we will correct ourselves. I think we got a little excited for about episode four. <laughs> Istrid tells Geralt about Yennefer being alive in this episode, guys. Not the last well, episode. We really just wanted Yennefer's exes to bond, okay? We did. We got a little <laughs> ahead of ourselves. This is what happens when you binge an entire season. Everything sort of just blends together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, gosh. It's, I feel like this, like, last episode and definitely this episode, it doesn't slow down at all for the rest Mm -hmm. of the season. Like, the next, like, these four episodes are super heavy, super action-packed, which actually, it almost feels like an opposite to season one, where I felt that episodes one through four in the first season were like, oh my god, so much was happening. Yeah. There were so many storylines, there's so many timelines, and it was like, what is happening? And then as we started to merge the timelines, it started to get, you kind of knew everyone, mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, and it was sort of slowing down. It was still action-packed, don't get me wrong, but it was sort of slowing down in terms of, like, 
figuring things out like you were just watching it unfold whereas this season i feel it's like okay we're like on episode five and we're still meeting people for the first time yeah yeah and so in terms of new faces we meet ryan's and lydia and so we find ryan's in a jail cell in sintra He's been arrested for for some reason. We don't really know exactly what it is. We don't know who Lydia is either, but they seem to know each other and have some sort of prior relationship. Yeah. And she is like, listen, I have a job for you. I'll get you out of here if you can, you know, track this person down for me. Right. And we find out that He's like this super powerful fire mage. And as we've come to know, using fire is like a big no-no. Right. It's like persona non grata in the mage community. Like people automatically think you're evil if you use fire magic. Right. Yeah. And so the next time we see him, he is... Basically, we find out what's happened to Yaskier. So in the last episode, we know that Yaskier was kidnapped and Yennefer went after him. And so in this episode at the beginning, we see that Ryan's has kidnapped Yaskier and he's torturing him, trying to get information um, about Geralt in order to find Ciri. Yeah, and I mean, listen, it's a great tactic, right? Like, if you want to find Siri, you should find her dad. I was going to say, if you want to find her dad, talk to his ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but, of course, the problem is Yaskir and Geralt haven't seen each other for uh, at least a year, if not more. Timeline's yeah. a little fuzzy. But it's yeah. been a while. So, like, what does he know? He doesn't know anything. Yeah. And this is when Yennefer finds them. And, like, I love her so much. She doesn't have any magic. She's, like very little defenses but she's a smart little nugget and uses one of my favorite tropes of all time to save Yaskier's butt and pretends to be his drunk angry belligerent wife it's so great it's so good because at this point even Yaskier doesn't know she doesn't have magic yeah it's so she's so she is so belligerent and like so it's just it's so good i love the accent she puts on i love how brazen she is yeah and i love how she gets him out of like like she's just so smart i just i want to smooch her she's so good but yeah ryan's tries to like use his little fire magic and she expertly blows that alcohol right back into the flames and right back into Ryan's face. Yes. And then uh, her and Yaskier are able to escape uh, and run to safety. Yeah. Which doesn't last very long, though. <laughs> no, because they get separated, right? The two of them? Yeah, they get separated. And Yennefer runs into, unfortunately, what I can only assume is a sex worker. She's like this older woman who's like, working the corner yeah i think we saw her in the previous episode or doing that so yeah i think you're right i think she is a sex worker yeah yeah and and she pretends to help yennefer but sells her out because like everyone's got to make a dollar basically so it's just like a okay cool yeah fun (laughs) use of that right who she gets caught by 
Yeah, so the woman sells her out to just a few of the men in the town who, like, are trying to cash in. Elves? No. No, no. no. It's um, the wanted posters. Oh, and the wanted posters. They're cashing in on the bounty for Yennefer and um, here. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And, but this is when she kind of, like, disassociates, right? Yeah, so it's interesting. She is being, like, held by these men, and Yaskir is trying to figure out a way to save her. He's also still on the run. There are some men in town trying to find him. So he's, like, pressing his nose up against the window to try and, yeah. you know, see what's going on. And he sees Yennefer's head sort of bend down, and then she turns to, like, ash. Or, like, flakes of, you know what I mean? Like, when you set something on fire and it, like, yeah, flickers yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. She, she recites that phrase again. When she was with Frangilla and Francesca to get to the Deathless Mother's cabin. Right. Yes. And that is where she basically says to the Deathless Mother, like, get, how do I get my power back? Like, no more beating around the bush. Like, yeah. tell me what I have to do to get it back. Yeah. There's, like, a whole lot of just mumbling of craziness coming out of the deathless mother's voice but she becomes siri yes yes i'm like at this point yennefer's like who is this like little girl i have no idea what's going on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but she pretty much deciphers that like if she can get siri she can get her powers back yeah, and it doesn't really say what she has to do with Siri, but right. she just has to get her. That's all that we as the audience know. She has to get her back. I guess to get her to get her powers back. Yeah, and I think Yennefer assumes that because of the way her introduction to the Deathless Mother happened with Frangilla and Francesca, that she has to take Siri to Sintra. Like, there must be something going on with the two other women, and that... Siri yeah. is going to be her ticket to getting her powers back if she can f- take her to Sintra. Right. But she doesn't know she's a princess of Sintra no. at this she's point. No she? Clue. No. Okay. Right. She just knows she's looking for someone named Siri. Yeah. And like basically the Deathless Mother is like, look for me. Like me. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. Sound like say anything about her. Right. Exactly. At that point, I think we we skip over. We head back to Kaer Morin, right? Yeah. As we mentioned in the last episode, right, Triss and Vesemir find that, like, super rare flower, and that Mm -hmm. makes them realize that Ciri has elder blood, and elder blood is what makes the mutagens for the witcher potion thing. Yes, yeah. So they ask Ciri to donate some of her blood in order to confirm. Yeah, to, like, make the potion, basically. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they... And they have, I love how they have, like, one of those, I don't even know what the word is, like, the real, like, science word is, guys. But, like, the thing that they put the test tubes in that, like, spins Spins around around. real fast. And they have, like, a, like, witcher, like, Middle Earth version. And it's just, like, really, guys? It's hilarious. But, I mean, like, Vesemir's stoked, right? Like, if this is turning out to be legit, then they can create a whole new group of witchers. Right. But the rub is that Siri will only give her blood if she can be the first person they test the mutagen on. Right. And she wants to be put through what they call the trial of grasses, yeah. which is this obviously 
like very intense sort of process that can have like really dire consequences and you can die from it. Yeah, there's no guarantee that you're actually going to survive and become a witcher. Right, which is one of the things like I kind of have a problem with when Vesemir is like, oh, we can make more witchers. And it's like, dude, you took like orphans and like, yeah shoved them full of chemicals and then like some of them lived like i know it's really group, is that it's your root process like come on dude <laughs> i know and i think to his credit when siri offers herself he immediately says no he's like absolutely he does. not he, he does yeah 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 for sure so like it's also this funny thing though where she's like oh is it because i'm a woman or i'm a girl or mm, yeah you know, whatever and he's like mm-hmm. part of him is like yeah and the other friend was like, well, yeah. I don't want Geralt to kill me either. So, right, like, exactly. Also, you're, like, kind of my granddaughter, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, in this weird fucked up family. So, you know, yeah, no. <laughs> so it's this, like, whole big thing. And series obviously, like, it's bad enough being a teenage girl. It is right. doubly hard to be a teenage girl who has some, like, wacky magical shit happening to her. Right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Tris, who's, like been trying to be the big sister to Siri and like take her under her wing and like help her figure her shit out <laughs> but also sleep with her dad <laughs> well hey ma'am wouldn't you take that nanny job yes <laughs> <laughs> so Tris offers to do this like ah, like guided meditation and so when she offered to do this, I thought a little bit of Tissaia and um, Stregobord doing the, like, little brain prodi thing. Yeah. This seems to maybe be, like, a bit a gentler version of that. This is, like, the kid dose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's cool because we get to see a little bit of Ciri's past. Yeah. Um, and parts of Ciri's past that even Ciri doesn't know about, like... We see them walking through, I don't know, like a hallway in a castle somewhere. Yeah. And she comes upon her parents. And we haven't seen them since season one. And Ciri's born at this point. She's like an infant. And her parents yes. are... Yeah. And it's a little hazy I don't, I don't know if they allude to it necessarily, but they're like, we have to leave. Like, we have to take Siri and we have to leave. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then I feel like after that, they kind of like, they go into like this, I don't know, place. That's, yeah. We don't really know what it is. Like, it's. It kind of looks like a battlefield or like a big yeah. open But it's kind of like, des- it's kind of like a desert almost. Like, it's kind of weird. And then they come upon this elf yeah and like an elven mage or or some sort of like i don't know elven witch yeah. kind of yeah exactly i think yeah i think she's she's something she's some sort of like she's got powers obviously yeah of some kind and um she's like holding a newborn and but she's like kind of dying and like wounded from this battle and then she starts like choking triss yeah, so the crazy thing, right, while this whole guided meditation is happening, things start to get a little, like, Twilight Zone. And Trist keeps saying, oh, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> right. Like, that, that seems weird. And it's because, mm-hmm. really, no one is supposed to see them. 
or interact with them. Yeah. Like it's like a Christmas carol yeah, kind of vibe. Like before they get to this Lara Duran, they're even in like a pub somewhere and there's like a whole bunch of people around. And yes. like none of them are supposed to interact with her, but maybe one of them does or like looks at her funny and it's like, yeah, mm, that's strange. So yeah. when they get to this like big barren wasteland and they see this woman yeah. clutching a newborn, she begins to interact with them and Triss is like, this is very wrong. Yeah. And it becomes even more wrong when she like starts to choke Triss out. Right. And then, and Siri gets like, kind of like hypnotized. Yeah. Because Lara turns into. Ithlene? Yeah. Ithlene, who who is just a very, very important elf. Like elven, like, uh, like prophets prophet or yeah, something like, like that goddess or like some sort of like yeah. extremely yeah yeah she's up there in the ring <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and Siri's like so fucking consumed that she doesn't even really notice anything is happening to Triss like yeah and she's like so she she's kind of like hypnotized she's she's watching what is referred to as the wild hunt yeah, so, like, in the distance, there's this, like, rumbling and, like, yeah. creepy motherfuckers on horses on are horses. coming Yeah, and you, you don't really see what they are, like, too much at this point. And then it's during this that you hear the prophecy that we discover that Ciri is a daughter of chaos mm-hmm. and a descendant of this Lara Doran who is, and that's how she has elder blood. Yeah, wild. I mean, it is sort of strange because, like, in biology, like at a certain point, um, I mean, depending upon when Lara Duran was born, like, how is it possible she still has elder blood in her system? Like, how many generations back are we going that she's still part elder blood, or is it like just always there, like forever? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if it's. I don't really. Is it? Is it so? Like, yeah. I don't know. There isn't. There isn't something like in genetics that's kind of like always like never gets diluted basically and i don't know we've sort of talked about this before but like elders are elves yeah but apparently elder blood is very rare so do the current version of these elves not have elder blood anymore that's kind of like what i got out of it like elder blood is like the like the very first elves okay and then there's like the elves now maybe don't have like elder blood they have just like elf blood which i would assume is like a more watered down version i don't know yeah it's bizarre but it it also it it makes the whole situation with queen calanthe so much more depressing because oh you find out that she basically started a blood feud against her own blood because she found out that she was an elf yeah that she had elder blood of some kind and then she's just like yeah no i'm gonna kill them all like fuck you yikes like yikes just starting a genocide because you can't handle your own history like right exactly (sighs) maybe it is earth after all (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) man there's some hot takes on this podcast tonight guys (laughs) so because everything is quickly turning into a real kind of chaos, yeah. Siri like snaps out of whatever's kind of in in tr- trancing her, and she yeah. starts screaming for Geralt. 
because when she is freaked out and she is scared, the one person that she can feel will protect her is Geralt. Right. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, conveniently, <laughs> uh, Geralt and Istrid are at the monolith that Ciri broke and made fall over in the first episode of season one. And they actually feel the ground shake and hear Ciri scream for Geralt. Yeah, so it seems that maybe it's her elder blood, maybe it's the chaos that she has. She has a connection to these monoliths. And yeah. so... The one that she kind of devastated, like, they, <laughs> as she's shaking the ground again with this, like, crazy scream. Yeah. More more creepy crawlies are coming out. And so it definitely proves Geralt's initial hypothesis correct. That, like. Yeah. But it is, like, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is, like, basically made of the monolith. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like it's they... like a dragon kind of mm-hmm. sort of maybe lizard thing. <laughs> it's a dragon snake lizard made of stones. Ah, uh, so <laughs> Siri screaming must snap them out of this sort of dream state. Yeah. And Triss, who like was being choked out, so I understand sure. a little sure, bit. Sure. Her, like, ah, moment. That she uh-huh. blames Siri. Yeah, she, which I felt was, like, kind of weird. Girl, you're a mage. You've been trained. Like, don't you have some, like, bedside manner training? you like, this is the first weirdo you've ever met? Like, <laughs> why are you blaming a child? Well, right. But she like, does. Like, she basically is like, you're going to kill us all. Yeah, it's so, okay, so. We've only seen her in a few episodes, but it, it seemed out of character to me. Like, I I would have yeah. thought Triss was a little bit more even keeled, but maybe almost dying at Sodden Hill sort of, like, gave her a little bit of PTSD, and maybe that's what's manifesting right now. For sure. Yeah, it was a lot, though. It was surprising, I think. And I, I don't think, like, what we're going to get from Triss now probably isn't going to be great well yeah we see later that it does not go great so then i guess after this like monster thing like basically almost impales Geralt and istrid full of like shrapnel uh and like pieces out of sintra <laughs> that is when istrid tells Geralt about yennefer yeah they have a bro bonding moment i guess when you almost die together <laughs> It makes you want to talk about your previous girlfriends. So awkward. And, like, technically, Geralt is the sloppy seconds. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's true. Yeah, Istrid and Yennefer had a, like, decades-long affair. And, like, 70 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, school, like, a honestly. boyfriend. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's totally true. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he doesn't really, I mean, to his testament, Geralt doesn't really respond or emote uh, at all. As is his way, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, he just knows that he needs to get back to Kaer Morhen for Ciri, because obviously she's freaking out, and now there's, like, shrapnel dragon coming to get her. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
while Geralt is like off to try and save his his adopted daughter, mm-hmm. Istrid. Now that Istrid knows a little bit more about Siri, he's like very curious to uncover the connection to Siri and the monolith. So yeah, he hires. I guess you would call them historians or genealogists yeah no like Like, they i would say historians is probably the closest thing to what i would call them yeah and it's it's actually a really cute uh, interaction and okay it reminds me of princess bride a little bit just the like kind of quirky like he thinks he's going into like the office of so-and-so and it turns yeah. out that it's just this, like, ancient married couple, and they, like, bicker, and they're, like, really funny. Yes, it is very good. And and then we really get to see, like, a very, and obviously going into the next episode, we get to see, like, Istrid chatting with these two and, like, trying to figure out what's going on um, as we're also discovering what's happening this in the same time. So it's kind of, like, a fun right. storytelling treatment to be able to, like, yeah. see him discovering it in real time as the same time as, like, that we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that is kind of nice. Um, And I think what we find out at that moment, at the end, is that her bloodline only goes back as far as Fiona. Yeah, and you're like, who the fudge is Fiona? Yeah, I don't know who, do we don't find out who that is, right? We don't know who I don't is. think so. So I think it's, like, there's a lot of stuff on paper, and it's, yeah, now Istrid's, like, big duty to figure out yeah what's hidden right exactly so that's kind of like his next little like adventure and then basically Tris has left Caramoran Siri is like I'm broken and she's like okay grandpa shoot me full of your witcher juice <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Geralt arrives just in time Woo! Yeah. yeah yeah like literally Vesmir is about to like injector yeah and i think this is definitely and like we've seen sparks of Geralt's kind of natural fatherly instinct but this is a really yeah. nice moment between them where like no matter what tris said siri has the potential to be good and is yeah. good and like, yeah there's nothing wrong with her and they're gonna figure it out yeah and and like she having chaos and having elder blood is not bad it's it's extraordinary it's yeah. not she's she's rare she's yeah. you know and so yeah I, it really is such a good scene with Geralt really pulling out all the all the punches in his newfound daddy hood daddy hood <laughs> yikes you know what I'm gonna say fatherhood because daddy hood is a whole other level of Geralt. it's a whole different level of, <laughs> of yeah <laughs> That's for our X-rated podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and then that's kind of where the episode ends. Yeah, it's kind of a wild ride. I mean. For sure. A lot happens. And it's yeah. like a, a lot. We start to uncover a lot, and then we meet Ryan's and Lydia, and you're like, oh, shit. There's like kind of like Dykstra in the previous episode is you've got these little side plots happening. Yeah. That- that don't feel like they're gonna get wrapped up by the end of the season, which is tough. Yeah. Spoiler alert, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you guys are listening, you probably know that. You probably know that by now. So Yeah, so no, it's uh it's a great episode. Yeah. Jam packed. Sets us up really nicely for the last three episodes of the season, but does 
open us up for a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. That don't provide a lot of answers. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I get. Like, they want us They want us to keep coming back for season three. So, we'll see. But, yeah. Daria, is there anything you can't stop thinking about right now? You know, I've been catching up on my, like, it's, like, very conveniently timed that the newest season of Queer Eye and the newest season of Drag Race came out at the same time. So, like, I've just been just, like, happily consuming lovely content over the last few days. That's And it's awesome. been a nice change of pace because, like, I just finished Succession and that's a wild ride and, like, it's nice to have something, like, light and airy to watch. I <laughs> so know. that's been nice. I know. Yeah, it's been, it's been good. I think we mentioned it earlier this summer that we both read Katie Roberts' Neon Gods. Yes. We talked about that, right, on the podcast? I think so, we briefly mentioned it. If not, great book. Yeah, and it's about Persephone and Hades, and it's like a whole, like, world of Olympians, and it's great. And the second book came out today. <laughs> So, That's right. Electric Idol just finally came out. Yes, it came out. It's about Eros, who is the son of Aphrodite, and Psyche, who is the daughter of Demeter, who is Persephone's sister. So th- I'm excited. Yeah, it's an interesting take on the mythology because Psyche yes. is a human. Yeah. Immortal, sorry, immortal yes. in the original telling. <laughs> so making her a daughter of Demeter is an interesting take because Demeter's realm is the mortal realm. So it's kind of a nice little Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. So I'm very excited to read that for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it right now, I think. I know. It's not cheap for an ebook. It's pretty pricey, but it's totally worth it, in my opinion. Well you have to I mean, listen, you have to support those writers out there. Katie Roberts You do. Is a book writing machine. Machine. She is. I don't even know how she has hands anymore. <laughs> like I don't. It is Katie. Do you have hands? So much time to write one book, and this. Oh my god. Legend is dishing out like six a year. It's yeah, crazy. She is awesome. So it's definitely worth it. Totally check it out. If you like Greek mythology, it's, um, I think, a really fun retelling. If you like Lore Olympus, you'll like this. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's been, it's really good. Other than that, I haven't really been doing much. Actually, that's not true. That is not true. I'm lying. (laughs) Jaria has made me go down a deep succession obsession and i've rewatched so many episodes of succession now just because i'm just like oh my god remember when this happened and then i'll just go and watch that episode and also i found like this really great (laughs) instagram account that just like brings me so much weird joy and (laughs) it's called kendall roy looking sad yeah and it is so so funny it's so good it's just like it's honestly just pictures of jeremy strong looking sad and like every caption is like sad about to get on the back of a motor of a motorcycle seat sad and about to steal some batteries sad because his cryptocurrency stocks plunged sad because his drug dealer is running late (laughs) like it's just 
<laughs> it's just so funny. It's so stupid. But I love it. It's so good. Anyway, if you just want some like sad Kendall Roy content, that's look no further. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, it is. Daria. Jenny. I think there's one other thing we have to tell them. One super awesome thing that we had done yeah. for the podcast. And we will de- be debuting it very soon. We're very excited. Yes. Why don't you tell them what it is? We are, you know, in in 2022, we are just sort of showcasing our faces a little bit more in beautiful illustrated (laughs) new logo designed by a incredible artist named amazing amazing we will link to their website they are so talented they're currently working on a comic book coming out i think soon just incredible work and we're so excited to sort of showcase a new side of us Still fitting in with our, you know, hotel vicarious vibe. Yes. We're just kind of like zhuzhing it up a little bit. It's all part of our manifestation plan for 2022, guys. Yes. I just made that up right now, but it's a thing we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. That's that's exactly what we're talking about. so. So look forward to that coming out on our socials very soon. And yeah, where can they find us? All right, folks, you can find us at hotelvicarious.com. You can email us at hotelvicarious at gmail.com. And you can find us on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, username Hotel Vicarious. Well, thanks for checking in to Hotel Vicarious and enjoying our recap of The Witcher Season 2. And we hope you enjoyed your stay. <laughs> <laughs>